Welcome back to the Aired Out Podcast. I am your host, per usual, Lucas Shu. Uh, I'm recording this on a Saturday, so it's not really a normal time for me to record, but this is the only time I could record. But recording this on a Saturday. Uh, obviously, the Thanksgiving games already happened, and I usually give picks out for those. I had picks put on here, I just couldn't record. My picks were Houston and Washington. I say Houston and Washington both trounced their teams that they played against. Washington trouncing Dallas, Houston trouncing Detroit. And before we get into that, I'm gonna just list my picks. Not list my picks. List my picks in the last week. I went seven and seven. The first time all year I went had a 500 record, or anything worse than a wing record. But uh, seven and seven total for this year. I am 159 and one, 159 and one. That's not including the Houston and Washington games I had right. Washington beat Dallas 41-16, and then Houston beat the Lions. 4125. Before we get into the Sunday games, we need to talk about Detroit. Literally a minute after I recorded this, or sorry, I hit record on this, uh, or before I hit record on this, excuse me, Matt Patricia and Bob Quinn, Matt Patricia, the head coach of the Lions, Bob Quinn, GM of the Lions, both were fired. They were on the contract until 2022, so they had two more years in the contract. They had this year, and I think they had next year until they were done. But both are gone now. Both are fired. They would be obviously having an interim step in for both positions. And, I mean, it's not really shocking. There's Matt Patricia was not a good coach as a head coach, that is. He's probably a better coordinator than he's a head coach. He The defense was just stale. It was uninspired. It was very bland. It was very rigid is a good way to describe it. There was not a lot of creativity. There was not a lot of disguising it was our team's better than your team let's see they believed that our town's better than your talent we're gonna make it work and it didn't work most of the time because that's how defense works in the NFL you can't just put out guys usually and run the same system over and over again unless you have elite to talent unless you're like a CLC Hawks Legion of Boom uh where you have Richard Sherman uh Cam Chancellor Earl Thomas Bobby Wagner all these guys out there and they can do that then you can do it. Then you can run the cover three like that. Or unless you're like a Denver Broncos where you have these monster pass rushers. You have Chris Harris Jr. out there as well. You have all these monsters. Then you can do that. Sure. But now you can't. You can, In general, you can't really. You have to have... If you don't have those talented... Like that extremely talented defense like the Seahawks had, like the Broncos had, you have to help it out with scheme and coverages and disguising of stuff and creativity and game planning you can't go out there and run the same system against everybody it's not gonna work you only you can only do it in rare rare situations like the seahawks had and the lions didn't have that they didn't really have the, the only good player they had on their roster is maybe <sighs> trey flowers he was really good in the patriots for a while then i say he joined uh my patricia in detroit because I was a former defensive coordinator and he played with Matt Patricia. But besides him, I mean, really, who is there on that Detroit Lions defense? I say their offense has some nice players. They have Marvin Jones, uh, Kenny Galladay. Besides that, I mean, there's not really a lot to be super happy with. Everson Griffin's there, but he's not really the elite player he had. The player. Uh, Trey Flowers is the only one. Jared Davis is okay, I guess. Jordan Harmon's okay. Besides that, they're really trying. Jeffrey Okuda has been horrible all year. 
He's been getting torched by literally everybody. He looked ugly in the Green Bay game. He looked ugly in the Arizona game. He looked ugly in the entire year. I can't think of a good game he had. He's just flat out struggled. There's no other way to put it. This whole team has struggled majorly. I mean, the only decent thing about it is like the defensive line at times. And the only decent thing is Trey Flowers. I really don't know who else has done good for this team so far this year. Nobody can think of on the team as a decent pass rusher. This whole roster has struggled majorly. But now they get a new coach and a new GM. And we'll see what they do with it. But for now, let's move on to the rest of the league. I see Houston beating Detroit. That was correct. Washington beating Dallas. That was correct. Now moving to the Sunday games. We get Carolina versus the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, Carolina, again, it's a team where they're just a solid coach. Oh, and news that that literally just happened that Ian Rapport like, just tweeted out a second ago. Dare Bevel is the now new head coach of the Detroit Lions. Interim, obviously. He's the offensive coordinator there in Detroit. He is now the interim head coach in Detroit. That was just tweeted out by Rapport. It's going to be... Really interesting thing that's going on there. But yeah, Daredevil, new interim head coach in Detroit. Uh, back on to uh, Carolina versus Minnesota. Obviously, Carolina uh, beat Detroit uh, two weeks ago before this game. So they beat them a week, well, a week ago now. So before Dallas, before Houston beat Detroit, Carolina beat Detroit. They shut them out completely, 20 to zip. Uh, I'm play a role in it, but Carolina is now facing off against another NFC North team and the Minnesota Vikings. Minnesota team who has looked better, much better in recent weeks. They lost to Dallas, surprisingly. I would have thought they would beat them because their offense is actually looking good. And Dallas' defense is awful. So somehow they <laughs> beat, they lost to them. I mean, Washington put up 40 plus points on them. I have no idea how Minnesota can do, uh, do the same. But I'm going to go with Minnesota in this game. I think they, their offense actually does look good for once in their recent I guess. And I think they beat Carolina here. Then we got uh, Tennessee playing against Indianapolis Colts. These two teams have played each other once before this year with Indy winning that game. The first game that was, anyways, that Indy won. But they're facing off again. Both these teams, I think, are solid teams. I think Colts are better this year for sure. Uh, they beat Tennessee 34-17 last time they faced off, and both teams are tied for the division lead in the AFC South. If the Titans manage to win this game, they obviously go to 8-3 and three with Indy falling to 7-4. The rest of their games, they could rattle off three wins in a row. So they go 8-3. and three. They get end up 11-3 heading into Week 16. Because they have Cleveland they're playing. Then they're playing the Jaguars. And they're playing the Lions without Matt Patricia. I say about Patricia. I don't mean that as like without Matt Patricia. Oh, he's a really good coach. I mean just without Matt Patricia in general. They could beat those, all three of those teams. They could easily be looking at an 11-3 record heading into Week 16. As weird as that sounds, it could be a legit possibility for this Tennessee Titans team. And then for the Colts, on the other hand, obviously they'll be playing Titans, but then they got to play the Texans, Raiders, Texans, Steelers, Jaguars. Texans have looked a lot better in recent weeks. 
Raiders have looked actually good, struggling defense, but they look good. And the Steelers are actually undefeated. I think they're a little overrated being undefeated, but they're still a really good team. And then obviously Jaguars suck, so they should be able to beat the Jaguars. But the schedule that the Colts have for the next games, couple games is not easy compared to the rest of the Titans' schedule. Titans have to play uh, Green Bay and then Texas, the Texans for the last two games. And at least the Colts have the Jaguars, so besides that, it's not an easy schedule for them. Not an easy schedule, especially with an improving Deshaun Watson, a better-looking Texans team, and a Steelers team who is really good. This game is huge for the Colts. I think they're going to win this game, but if they lose this game, they might end up being a wild-card team instead of a division-winning team. They might end up playing an away game instead of a home game. But I'm going to go with Indy in this game over the Tennessee Titans. Then next we got the uh, Miami Dolphins versus the New York Jets. I'm not sure Tua is downgraded to uh, uh, an hour ago, according to the NFL website. Tua Tagovailoa has been downgraded to doubtful versus the New York Jets. Obviously, they played the Denver Broncos last week, and they somehow lost the Denver Broncos. The Denver Broncos team now is now 4-6, and six, a team that has just struggled in general. We'll get onto them later. I'm not sure if they even have a game this week. Yes, they do. They play the Saints later on, but I think that's a game we all know how it's going to end. But Miami Dolphins playing off against the New York Jets. I don't see a way, even if Tua doesn't play, even if, I mean, if Fitzpatrick still saw a QB, I really don't see a, Jets, a way that Jets come in this game. The Jets have struggled on offense the whole year. The Dolphins' defense is looking actually good. Brian Flores has done a great job with them. Just looking, this team actually looks competent, and it looks like they actually have a bright future, I think. Tua had some nice plays. The defense is looking nice. Uh, they just need to improve the offense. And I think they will get another win here over the New York Jets, which increases their shot at making the playoffs and pushes them to 7-4 and four and makes their schedule... It gives them help in their schedule because next week they got to play the Bengals, so that should mean either give them a win. But after that, it gets really hard. They had to play the Chiefs, the Bill, or the Chiefs, the Patriots, the Raiders, and the Bills. Finish off the next uh, the last four games, which is going to be tough. It's going to be really, really, really tough. But I'm going to give the Dolphins the win here against the New York Jets, and to help them push their chance of the playoffs. With the Cardinals versus the Patriots, this Cardinals offense, this Cardinals team in general is legit. They're six and four, so they're second. They're second in the NFC West, but this is a legit team. This is not a team you can take lightly. Their offense is killing it on all levels. DeAndre Hopkins looks stupid good all the time. Kyler Murray is looking a lot better than he did last year. Looking a lot better in the past than he did last year. Last year is like all likes. This year is actually looking good. And they're facing off against a New England Patriots team whose offense is again looking good. Cam Newton is looking actually solid out there. This Receiving game actually looking good, which is a rare thing to say for this recent New England Patriots team. They've usually had actually good receivers for a while, but this year, they and last year, they had had nobody who could catch a ball for this life of them. But this year, I don't know how what's happening, but they're actually turning into a, okay receivers. I don't know how, but it's going on. Jacoby Myers, Damian Bird... Jameer had a nice game last week. Jameer had a game two weeks ago that was really nice. And it's actually looking good for them. Besides that, they haven't really struggled, especially on defense, but this offense is looking good. Saying that, I'm still going to go 
Arizona in this game, and which would be actually be a pretty entertaining game. The Cleveland Browns face off against the Jacksonville Jaguars next next game. Cleveland currently sits at seven and three. The Jaguars are just suck in general. <laughs> like Cleveland beat the Eagles last week, and beat the Texans week before that in a really weird running style game. Essentially, I think they beat the Jaguars here. And then Nick Chubb and Cream Hunt just run all over the Jaguars. And they score a bunch of points, and they beat the Jaguars pretty handily here. Not much to say about this game. Easy win for the Browns. Next up, we got the New York football Giants versus the Cincinnati Bengals. Obviously, the terrible news of Joe Burrow. Tearing two ligaments in his knee. He's done for the season. He probably won't be back until the middle of the season next year with how long he has to rehab and recover. It's... A terrible, terrible thing happened to Joe Burrow. I mean, he, people were saying how he wasn't good at all. He had a weak arm, all this stuff. I mean, like, mm, I don't know about that. I think he actually was having a really good year. I think he was in legit contention with Joe, uh, with Justin Herbert for the Rookie of the Year award. And it was close to me. I don't know who I would have picked yet. But it was very close to me. I don't know if saying Justin Herbert, Justin Herbert. And I, not, I don't know about that yet. Because the thing, they do... Things good. They do different things good. Like, Joe Burrow is great intermediate, great underneath, and great just accuracy-wise. Meanwhile, Herbert struggles with that, but he can't hit the deep, hit the deep ball with ease. Meanwhile, Joe Burrow kind of struggles with the deep ball. That's the thing with these two. Both are good different things. Fortunately, Joe Burrow's out for the season, out for a good part of next season, and will basically guarantee Justin Herbert rookie of the year. But... I gotta go with the Giants in this game. The Bengals are probably putting out their Ryan Finley, I think they're putting out there. I'm not sure who's putting they're putting out there this week. The Ryan Finley took over for Joe Burrow last week. He went down with injury, so I'd assume it's Ryan Finley. I'm gonna check this quick. Uh, but as of right now, okay. Let's see. Um, Brandon Allen starting a QB for the Bengals. Brandon Allen, as he played last year with the Broncos, he looked okay at times, but... I really don't think he's going to be able to beat this Giants team. Giants team not that good. And go Giants over Bengals. And it should be a ugly game overall. Bills versus the Chargers. Two offensive teams who struggle on defense, kind of. Oddly, the Chargers kind of struggle on defense. Not a lot, but Desmond King is gone now. Critter Jr. is a little old. The save that Duran James is hurt. So it's not really the same. It's still a really good defense, I think. But they've looked odd at times to me they don't look like the defense they should be which is how defense works in the NFL they just it just looks bad at times and then we got the Bills who have been known for having a really really good defense through the years and now instead have struggled in defense it's just it's one of these weird things where they just struggle for whatever reason and now, but the other offense kicked out the notch. Like, Josh Allen's looking actually a really good QB. I'm going to go with the Bills in this game in what should be a decently high-scoring game. So, if you like the over in this game, I don't blame you. And I'm going to go with the Bills over the Chargers in this game and what should be in, uh, a really good game, I think. It should be really entertaining. we got Justin Herbert versus Joe Burrow, two guys with big arms, and throws it on the field. Next, we get the Falcons versus the Raiders. I... Gonna go with the Falcons. The Raiders have one of the worst defenses. This is gonna be if you look the over, if you look betting the over in general, you gotta bet this game. You gotta bet this game. 
two defensives who couldn't guard, who can't cover anybody with the lick, playing against each other. And Derek Carr looked, Derek Carr looked stupid good against the Chiefs either week. But Raiders can't cover a lick versus anybody. Meanwhile, the Falcons have Ridley, Matt Ryan, uh, Julio, all these dudes who can just score a will and, and good defenses. So maybe they're going to do it to a great, a horrible defense. Meanwhile, you got the Falcons defense who was terrible. And they got face guys who are just deep threat after deep threat after deep threat after deep threat. And then plus Darren Waller. I mean, this is going to be a, a highest scoring game of the year, maybe. Two teams with horrible defenses. Horrible. Facing off against each other. With good offenses. I'm going to go with the Falcons in this game in what should be an insanely high scoring game. If you have Matt Ryan or Derek Carr in fantasy, you're in luck. Or Julio Jones or Kevin Ridley or... Uh, Nelson Aguilar or Henry Ruggs or whoever, Darren Waller, you're in luck because this is going to be a horribly defensive game and there's going to be a lot of possessions and it's going to be a lot of scoring. Next up we have the Ravens versus the Steelers. Ravens have really struggled this year, really, really struggled this year. Now they're playing against the Pittsburgh Steelers, a defense who has mauled everybody they've faced. And Big Ben is looking okay, and it's, uh, the receivers are looking great, though. Juju, James Washington, Deontay Johnson, all of them are looking great. Deontay Johnson, most notably, who I'm really happy with. But this whole offense of Steelers is looking actually good. I'm going to go with the Steelers in this game. I really don't know what's going on in Baltimore. I want to look into the film more, but they're just struggling on all levels. It really sucks to see Lamar Jackson. He's such a good young man. He seems like such a good person, and... Ultra competitive. I know he wants to get back, but right now they're just struggling. I'm going to go with Pittsburgh in this game to extend their undefeated streak to 11-0. and be the Baltimore Ravens. I think it's 11-0. They're 11-0 or 12-0 they're going into now. 49ers versus the Rams. Rams are going to go in this game. I know there's Kyle Shanahan. I know what he can do on offense. I know what he can design. I know how good of a play caller he is and how good of a coach he is in general. I know all this. But... I'm going to go with the Rams this game. The Rams defense is way too good. Aaron Donald's way too good. Uh, Jalen Ramsey is way too good. This defense is just monstrous. It's one of the best in the NFL. It's impossible to throw on them. Darius Williams is looking really good. The second cornerback to... The second cornerback to... Uh, Jalen Ramsey, excuse me, I said blank on that one, but yeah, looking really good. Just think about Jalen Ramsey, John Johnson, the safety is looking really good out there. This whole team's looking actually just good on all levels. Just, just a good team. Their offense is looking good, and obviously lost Andrew Whitworth, which is horrible. ACL injury, I think it was, but besides that, I mean, this offense is looking good. Cooper Cup's nice. Jerry Goff is nice. Van Jefferson has been a nice rookie year and limited snaps at that, but Besides that, looking nice. Josh Reynolds is a nice piece. He's like a backup receiver. This is a really nice roster. And one a team that could easily knock somebody off in the playoffs. Easily. I'm going to go with the Rams in this game to win this game fairly handily. Saints versus the Broncos. I really don't want to talk about this game. Well, there's one, the one thing I do want to talk about this game is Taysom Hill. Taysom looked good last week, actually. He, he struggled at first. He looked like he didn't know what he was doing in the pocket. But now he's actually looking good. <laughs> he's actually looking good now. And this Saints team is just... It's going to be a, it's a weird team because... It's weird. Taysom Hill is known for being a great athlete. Sam Ott talked about this and I thought it was a great point. Sam Ott and PFF talked about this. Taysom Hill is known for being a great athlete. 
he is known for being a big dude, quick, can't cannon for an arm, but he can't get the ball down the field. And I really don't know what it is either. Because it's not like he's reading the defense late. He's not like he's understanding what's going on in the routes or what the coverage is. It's just he can't get the ball down the field. It gets down there and then it starts like dying like a duck. I really don't know what it is. If it's something with his throwing motion or what. Either way, I'm going to take the Saints in this game. But now that I think about it, the Broncos might give him a run for the money. So I'm going to say the Saints in this game over the Denver Broncos. Then we got the Kansas City Chiefs versus the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. This is probably going to be the best game of the week, I think. I think Packers and Chiefs are the Sunday night game with the MVC game, but this game to be really good, too. Uh, Chiefs, obviously, are one of the best, probably the best team in the NFL right now. I know they have one loss to their record, so they're technically not the best team in the, in the AFC, yada, 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 but I really think they're the best team. They are so, 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 so good. They have one of the best, they have the best offense in the NFL, and they have a a good defense to go with it. And it's just something else. By the way, the Ravens Steelers game is going to be on Tuesday, apparently. Nobody knows what's going on with that one because COVID. But who knows? Chief, but yeah, Chiefs, really, really good offense. Really good offense. Solid defense. And they're just Patrick Mahomes. What can't he do? This isn't his best year this year. But he's still one of the best QBs in the NFL. And he's one of the guys who I trust in all situation. He's just playing again out of his mind. Not the best QB right now. But still. Playing out of his mind. Uh, but yeah. They're playing against the Buccaneers. Who again are a really good team. Really good players. Antonio Brown there now. They have a solid roster. A really good roster overall. They got a defense who either looks really good or really bad. And I don't think they're going to look bad in this game. But I'm going to pick the Chiefs just because I... As long as the Chiefs are playing, as long as Patrick Mahomes is there, I gotta go with the Chiefs. Packers versus the Bears. The Bears are bringing back Mitchell Trubisky after benching him for Nick Foles. I believe Nick Foles is hurt, plus Nick Foles is looking bad. They're benching Nick Foles again, bringing in Trubisky again. Uh, I don't see how this can go good for the Bears. Trubisky is terrible. Foles is terrible. His offense is bad. They can't run the ball. They can do anything in general. The only way they might have a shot is if Aaron Rodgers slows down. But that's not happening, I don't think. Aaron Rodgers is probably playing, is playing like the MVP right now. He's playing the MVP of the league. And I don't know how the Bears defense is going to stop him. Dave Bakhtiari is back. This offense is looking great. I got to go with the Packers over the Bears in this game. Seattle Seahawks versus the Philadelphia Eagles. Seahawks originally this year... Obviously, everybody knows this. But they were looking like a monster. They were looking like they might just roll into the NFC West and win, like, this dominate, this, this crush the NFC West. But right now, they've kind of slowed down a little bit. They started the season 5-0, and I want to say. Yeah, 5-0. and So they had the bye week because they beat the Falcons, beat the Patriots, beat the Cowboys, beat the Dolphins, beat the Vikings. Then had a bye week, and after the bye week, they have slowed down a little bit. Quite a bit, for that matter. They lost to the Cardinals, beat the 49ers, lost to the Bills, lost to the Rams, and then beat the Cardinals in a second game against the Cardinals. So now, since the bye week, they are 2-3. and three. So they have a losing record since the bye week. Now they're playing Philadelphia Eagles. And this is a game I think they come back and bounce back from. I think this starts the season. They start, this starts them back on the right track of dominating the NFC West. 
and it's going to make the Rams job a lot harder at beating them, and the Cardinals for that matter too. Because after this game, I say I think they beat the Eagles in this game. Just to preface this, I think I think Carson Wentz struggles again. I think he looks better ish, but I think he keeps struggling. I think the Seahawks beat him, but after this game, of course they have the Eagles beat them, and then it's so Eagles, Giants, Jets, Washington football team. Those are four games that the Seahawks could win each game by double digits. All those teams are not good teams, especially the Jets, and the Seahawks will be able to trounce each one of them. So we could be looking at heading into Week 16. We could be looking at a Seahawks team that is 11 and three, and then they have to face against the Rams, and then the 49ers. Just come flashback to the Rams quick. See what their schedule is. So of course they play 49ers. And they play the Cardinals, not an easy team to beat. Patriots, not an easy team to beat. Jets, Seahawks, of course, Week 16, and the Cardinals. So their schedule is not easy at all. This is Seahawks. This is a Seahawks vision to win based on their schedule. And I think they're going to be the Eagles here, and it's going to be it's going to be tough for the Rams. I'll put it that way. But that's it for the podcast today, guys. Thank you for tuning in. Um, again, I'm going to recap all the picks like I always do. So last week I went seven and seven. Total, I'm 159-1. The Thursday games, again, I had Houston beating Detroit, Washington beating Dallas. So I'm 2 0 on that so far. And then Sunday, I had the Vikings. Sunday, I had the Vikings over the Panthers, Colts over the Titans, Dolphins over the Jets, Cardinals over the Patriots, Browns over the Jags, Giants over the Bengals, Bills over the Chargers, Falcons over the Raiders, Steelers over the Ravens, Rams over the 49ers, Saints over the Broncos, Chiefs over the Buccaneers, Packers over the Bears and the Seattle Seahawks or the Philadelphia Eagles. That's all for the podcast today, guys. Please listen. Oh, listen. Of course, listen right now. Download, share, review, rate, subscribe, all that good stuff, whatever it is you do on your podcast platforms. Thank you for listening, guys. See you later.